Hey friend, we're going to talk about a really important topic today on work-life balance, and it is how to make sure work is not taking over our whole life. (laughs) And you know what inspired me to do this episode today? I was driving back yesterday after work, and there's this billboard right outside the gate of the military base that I'm at a training course at. It says, have a career and a life. And it was an advertisement for job opportunities probably oriented towards military service members who feel very, very burnt out because oftentimes in the military, it can feel like work is taking over our life, right? (laughs) And so when we are in those seasons where work feels really, really demanding and it's really hard keeping up with all the things that we're balancing, we don't feel on top of it all. We feel like our kids, our family, our husband is getting the leftovers of us when we feel like it's impossible to find some time to decompress, when it's always go, 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 move, 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 do, 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 right? Work, kids, get ready for the next day. Every single day in the weekends are clean up and prep for the next, right? feels like there's no, no real time for rest without neglecting something. We're trying to balance taking care of our kids and also working from home. Or maybe you also have a small business like me and you're doing that too. You're trying to figure out when do I work and when do I not and how to set those boundaries. And sometimes it feels like you get zero work done, but you also didn't get to spend quality time with your kids or do anything productive around the house. You feel like you're always working and you've spent little time connecting with them. Maybe there's a lot of guilt in your days because that's what your daily life feels like as a working mom. Maybe it's a mental to-do list and it's adding a really big load, right? Constantly making those to-do lists, but never quite getting it all done and feel like oftentimes what's urgent feels like it's overtaking what's most important. Or maybe you tend to even, whatever minimal amount of free time you do have, you feel like you have to spend it with very productive hobbies and make the most of that time. Maybe it's working out or spending time doing activities with your family, but then it makes you start to feel burnt out because you kind of are having to relearn how to sit in silence and stillness and just be. Like it feels really difficult to sit still and to be truly present with your kids when you're playing with them, right? Without feeling guilty that you're not doing more or you're not being more productive in that moment, given everything else that you have to do, right? That's on your to-do list. Maybe you feel like one of my clients who said, my biggest challenge with work-life balance and time management is feeling like I can't do life stuff until all of my work is done. And it's made it hard for me to prioritize friendships, exercising, personal development, reading, books that will really fill me, doing Bible studies, cooking healthy meals. When I'm done with work, because I view those things as being leisure items, I often feel like everything that's non-work related is a luxury and the only real priority is work. And I have to do that first. I have to give my absolute best. I have to give a hundred percent. So I sacrifice all of my quote unquote leisure activities, everything that's not work, right? Until all my work is done. And when I do have some time away from work, I don't prioritize the things that are good for me because I end up batching out or getting little bits of time with my friends and husband. But with a really demanding job, that means the work is never really done. And so there's rarely any time for life because if I'm waiting to be able to do other things in life until everything is done in work, then it's never going to happen. And so she was just realizing the way that I've categorized work and rest and the guilt that I feel when I stop working in order to do life things, that's all been really tough. It's been really big roadblocks. So my friend, if any of that resonates with you, this episode is for you. We're going to talk about how do we have a career and a life, and I'm going to give you a set of reflection questions. I want you to pull out pen, paper, or journal, or even just take notes on your phone. If you're kind of on the go and you're doing things while you're doing this, I want you to just pause me and to write down these questions and to take some time and reflect on them. So let's go ahead and dive right in. 
Hey sister, welcome to Arm to the Heart. Do you wanna make an impact as a military mom and be the best mom and leader you can be at the same time? Are you finding yourself stressed and weighed down by guilt with how much your time your work steals from your family and often worry that they're getting the leftovers of you? Do you feel alone carrying the heavy load of pregnancy, postpartum, of motherhood and uniform with so many expectations of performing your job, stay physically fit, and such little support? Hey, I'm Megan, and in my early years as an active duty mom in the army, I was so burnt out. I was just wishing for more time with my baby, the freedom to actually put my family and faith first while still giving my best to the team. And I was giving all I had, but it just never felt like enough. Trying to bounce back quickly, feeling all those pressures to prove myself in a male-dominated unit, trying to manage the whole in the best of my ability and keep our marriage strong through so much long distance and dual military life. I just felt like I was falling short in all of it, but especially failing my family. I felt exhausted. I felt trapped in the army, like I was losing myself in what mattered most along the way and just doubting whether all of those sacrifices were worth it. I finally cried out to God to direct my path and he started showing me that there's a different way to find more balance and more purpose. So in this podcast, you're gonna find time management strategies, holistic health and fitness tips, and mindset transformations so you can find that balance that you long for to be who you're called to be for both your family and your work without having to compromise what's most important. So lace up those boots and put on the armor of God. Let's run this race up before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. God has made us for more than this. God has made us for a full life where we feel fulfilled in every single area of our life, but he doesn't mean for work to take over our entire life. So let's talk about how we can move out of this place if we feel like there's no way we are right now having a career and a life and we want to change that. So as I saw that billboard advertisement of, hey, you can have a career and a life. It is possible. Come over here and we'll give you that. I was just laughing because I really do think that burnout and overworking and sacrificing our entire life and to include our family for our career is the norm in the military. But I know I don't want to live my life that way and I don't want to sacrifice what matters most for the sake of the job. Yes, I want to be able to serve well, give my best, to serve honorably, to make a really big difference and to do exactly what God is calling me to do to make the impact he wants me to make through military service, right, while I'm in uniform. But at the same time, I do not want to compromise what matters most and that to me is my faith and my family. And so how do we do that? when we have all the pressures in the world to constantly overwork, right? When we have all the pressures in the world because everyone around us is in that constant place of sacrificing their entire life for their career. And that's almost what is set as the standard and expectation to be successful. So how do we do things differently? I think these are some really, really critical pieces that we can reflect on that guide us in that direction. And so I'm going to start with The very first question, which is asking you, what are your tendencies in your relationship with work? Ask yourself, what are my habits? You know, do I feel like I have to kill myself to make my work perfect? Am I constantly staying late, working late, working through lunch, pushing past burnout, putting everyone else and everything else first, feeling like I can never catch a break, feeling like I can, you know, never take a moment even during my work to step away to go eat lunch, to take some moments, to pause from work, or to go get a workout in during lunch? Do I feel like I never give myself permission to do those little things to take care of myself? Because I always feel like I have to be working every single second, otherwise I'm not doing enough, or I'm not good enough, or I'm not measuring up, right? Or we feel guilty around those things. Do you feel like you have to always put work first and 
feel like you have to always put your career ahead of maybe it's starting your family. Maybe it's growing your family or you feel guilt around putting your family first in some way, taking care of them or taking care of yourself too. Do you feel like you have to keep the mission first above all things? Right? Those are some of the questions I want you to ask yourself. So first thing, what are your tendencies? What does your relationship with work currently look like? What are your habits? And what are your beliefs about that? Okay. So again, pause me if you need to, to write this down and reflect on it. Question number two, how are you feeling physically, mentally, emotionally? And I want you to ask yourself this question in a couple of different parts. How do you feel when you think about work and your relationship with it? How does it make you feel physically, mentally, emotionally? Take note of what's coming up for you. Where do you, what do you feel in your body? Does your body automatically tense up and feel like you're kind of carrying an extra weight of stress when you think about work? Maybe that's your constant. Maybe you're constantly carrying that stress of the load of work and you bring it home with you and you feel like you can't escape it because it's this big dark cloud that's hanging over your head all the time. I get it because I've been in this place for most of my life. And it's only in the last few years that I moved out of that through the grace of God and through so much of the tools that I now bring to other women in coaching. It has freed me so much because it is a prison that we can be trapped in. So if you're there, no shame. It is not your fault. Just we've never been taught. Nobody has ever taught you how to move out of it. And that's what I'm here to help you with. That's what I can help you do. So ask yourself that question. How are you feeling mentally, emotionally, physically? ask that question when you think about work but i also want you to ask about that when you are in the workday itself do you feel like you're in a constant state of fight or flight adrenaline your nervous system is just always stressed out because you're constantly reacting and putting out fires and i think many times in the military especially that's what we do as leaders right and so if that's how you feel then you're probably feeling like there's a lot of stress when you're at work so just take note of those things do you feel burnt out right now? Do you feel really exhausted? Do you feel really overwhelmed? Do you feel like no matter how hard you try, you're not measuring up and you feel frustrated with that? Do you feel stifled in your job? Do you feel a sense of purpose? Do you feel a spark when you go to work? Do you feel excited about your work or do you feel like it's super draining to you and it's almost sucking life out of you versus life-giving? Take note of all those things. Again, be neutral about this. We're not judging it right now. We're just getting curious about it. We're peeling back these layers because the most important thing as a first step is always to draw awareness to what is going on internally. And then we can process through it, we can work through it and we can get unstuck. Many times we're stuck in these places and these we're stuck in a hole in many ways, whether it's in our thought patterns and negative self-talk in circumstances and situations in our life. And it's, we really feel like a victim to them. So just again, take a very compassionate, curious approach as you're asking yourself these questions. Okay, now I want you to go into question number three, which is, where is this leading you? What is this causing? What is the impact across kind of the different areas of your life? So take a look at how is your relationship with work or your tendencies and how you're feeling. Maybe if you are feeling burnt out, how is that impacting your family? How is your stress from work being carried over maybe into your relationship and your marriage? into your the way that you're showing up for your kids in the amount of energy and patience you have with your kids and your ability to be present with your kids right and with your spouse how is your work affecting your mental and emotional health across the board how is it affecting the way that you show up in the home how is it impacting your home life how is it impacting the state of your home how is it bleeding over 
What is it costing you and others, especially the people who matter most in your life? Again, we are, I want you to just be so compassionate with yourself here because these things can be really painful to look at. And I just want to honor that and acknowledge it completely. And that's why oftentimes it's helpful to do this in a coaching relationship because you have support through it. You have somebody who's able to lift you up and to know that you don't have to be alone in it. Who can walk with you, who can guide you to the Lord in it. And that's what I'm here to help you with, right? So this is not a replacement for coaching, but it's the best that I can give you from afar, right? Kind of being in your ear in this way. I want to encourage you and walk you through this. But if we do this in a coaching setting, I can help you move through these things in a way that feels much safer for you. Because when these things are, are hard and tied up with a lot of pain and a lot of struggle and maybe a lot of shame and guilt, they can be really hard to face. And it can be much more easy to avoid them and to feel like, it's just better to not even face it, not even look there, not even go there, but just keep kind of pushing forward, pushing through and keep doing everything that we usually do, which usually is running into all the to-do list items, but not necessarily taking time to really reflect on these things. And so that's what for me, coaching has made such a big difference in is it's almost been, it's just been like the permission I've needed and the accountability and support and mentorship I've needed to take a hard look at the things that are not really working in my life, the things that God has been teaching me that he's convicting me in, in these areas that I can grow in, that I just may not have had the skills, may not have had the tools, may not have had the support to work through by myself. And again, it's totally okay. Not having all the answers. Let's just normalize that. Nobody has taught us how to manage all the things as a woman in today's world, right? Nobody has taught us how to balance being a working mom, right? So we have to grow in that skill set and mindset. And the only way that I have moved out of that place of constant burnout, overwhelm, stress, guilt, resentment even towards motherhood is because of the coaching that I've received. So it can be a beautiful gift. So I just want to encourage you that if this is hard, you don't have to do it alone. I'm here for you and I would be happy to work through this with you in a coaching session. Okay, so question number four is then what might God be revealing to you through this? about your relationship with work. So each of those things that we just kind of went through, right? That you pulled out the threads on, on how your relationship with work and your work itself is impacting your family. It's impacting your mental health, how it's causing you to show up, right? This ripple effect in different areas of your life. What might God be revealing to you in that? And I want to share an example with you from a fellow Catholic entrepreneur who is in a mastermind group with me, who recently shared she's really trying to honor her physical and emotional exhaustion and leaning into what God has been gently revealing to her and how she's actually made an idol out of her work, how she's made an idol out of her business. And I just encouraged her too, as she shared this so vulnerably, that I've been there too. And this is something that God is continually purifying my heart in. Like every single day, he's working on my heart in this. And so it's not a one and done thing, but it is a beautiful journey that we're invited into with the Lord. And so she has been leaning into what the Holy Spirit revealed to her on a retreat that she just went to because that burnout, that exhaustion, physically, mentally, emotionally was an indicator for her, was a clear indicator that there was a little bit of a disorder in the relationship with work. And again, no shame in that. I think so many of us fall into that trap because that's what the world teaches us to do. 
is to put our work, our career above everything else in life. It teaches us that hustling, constantly sacrificing everything else for the job is what makes us successful. And you even look at, especially let's say in the military, our evaluation reports. I think in many ways we feel like if we are showing our willingness to put the team first, to put the mission first above all things, if we're willing to constantly sacrifice, it shows how committed we are to the job, to the team, to the organization, right? How far we are willing to go to make things happen, to get stuff done. And in many ways, it's viewed as admirable. And there is a level of nuance to this that I think is important. Work ethic is very important. But when we're compromising our values, when we're compromising our family, when we're compromising maybe even what's morally and ethically right for the sake of the job, we got to take a hard look at that. When we're constantly burning ourselves out and also we're leading by example, right? Setting that tone for the people who follow us, for our subordinates, for those who look up to us, for those who we're mentoring, we're setting this standard that in order to continue forward in this career, in order to be giving enough, we have to be compromising our family. I don't want to send that message to the, to the soldiers that I lead. And I think so many women end up leaving the service and maybe you're in this boat too. And I am continually discerning this with God. So many women leave the service because they feel like they have to choose. They're forced to choose between their family and their career. Why is that the case? I think so much of it is this, this piece, this relationship with work and whether we feel like we can have a career and a life or whether we feel like we have to sacrifice the rest of our life and our family and our faith and our friendships and our marriages in our mental health, in our physical health, for our career. And even today in my training course, one of our instructors made a joke and was like, oh, and someday maybe you'll have a life and be able to eat your lunch sometimes. And then our other instructor chimed in and goes, oh yeah, only when you retire. And so the, the culture runs deep, right? This is a training course with military leaders from every single military service. And although that was a joke, in many ways that is the cultural reality that we operate in, in our organization. But how much better would we be able to pour into the work that God is calling us to do in the context of our careers, in the context of you know our job in the military or in whatever field you're in or in your small business? How much better could we pour into that if we are filled in every other area of our life too? If we are really making sure that every piece of us, every part of us is nurtured, we will have so much more to give and we won't be constantly bitter about it. We won't be constantly burnt out. We will be able to show up and give our best to have the energy to do so, to have the patience and the perseverance to stay composed and calm and be centered and grounded. When we are dealing with a crisis as a leader, when we have to be the one that's even keeled and steady through the stress, if we're always in that state of constant stress internally we're in that constant state of fight or flight, which is what happens when we are burnt out. We're in a constant trauma response in our nervous system. When we're in that constant state, then when we experience maybe some of those fires we do have to put out or those crises that emerge, then we're going to be tipped over the edge. Like we're going to hit many breaking points. Maybe the breaking point is in the work setting, but most of the time our breaking point is not in the work setting. Most of the time, we hold it all together the best we can publicly at work, right? 
and then we feel like we are breaking down at home or things are breaking down at home or our home life is suffering. Our relationships with our, our kids are suffering. Our relationship in marriage is suffering. We're having more fights. We're yelling at our kids more. We're more triggered at home. And all of those things are examples of what the cost is. So maybe some of those things were coming up for you, or maybe this is helping you to kind of realize, oh yeah, that, that is true. That's how I am feeling. And I know this well, because this was my life too. And again, it's not a one and done thing. I'm on the continual journey, but I'm so much farther along than I used to be simply because of the tools that I have learned through coaching and through a lot of this mindset work that I've done and through this deep growth process that the Lord has been leading me on. And I'm so grateful for that because it has just enabled me to show up so much better as a wife, as a mom, and as a leader at the end of the day, again, without sacrificing the most important things. And honestly, that is what has kept me serving in the military. Because if at any point in time, I feel like the scales are tipped to the point where I can no longer prioritize what matters most while serving, then it's time to leave. But oftentimes we can create more of that space for ourselves. And the Lord wants to give us more of a freedom in that by all the grace he wants to give us and all the tools he wants to give us so that we can better operate in the context of those settings and just be a change maker, be a difference maker. Instead of succumbing to and drowning in the current, we can somewhat swim upstream and have the strength to do that. And it also helps knowing that you're not the only one who's trying to swim upstream. So if you're surrounding yourself with a group of people or mentors who can show you the way it is, show you how to swim, basically, even if you're swimming against the current, then you know how to do it and you know what is possible. So I want you to now ask yourself, let's see, what question are we on? We did the first question was, what are your tendencies? What's your relationship with work? What are your habits, right? Second one was, how are you feeling physically, mentally, emotionally? Three is, where is this leading to? What is this causing? What is this costing? What is the impact in the different areas of your life? Number four was, what might God be revealing to you through this about your relationship with work? And then number five is, what do you not want to put up with anymore? My friend, what do you not want to tolerate anymore that you have been tolerating? Maybe it's a level of self-abuse of not allowing yourself to pause and eat during a lunch break. Maybe it's the constantly pushing past burnout. Maybe it's not getting any help for your mental health. Maybe it is neglecting to take care of yourself physically. Maybe it is those conversations that you haven't had yet when you really wanted to advocate for yourself and for your family, when you really wanted to put them first, but you felt like you didn't have a choice and you had to put the mission first. What do you not want to put up with anymore? Number six, do your priorities feel off in any way? And if so, where do you feel that misalignment? Can you think of some specific examples maybe in the last few weeks or the last month or this season? Where do you feel the most tension and conflict? Where do you feel like you're for being forced to choose between? Where do you feel like work is at the expense of fill in the blank, your family, your mental health, your physical health, your faith, your marriage? Where do those things feel misaligned or feel off? Where do you feel like you're being forced to compromise your priorities? Okay. Question number seven is what would you like to do more of? If you could just dream of like, what are the things you want to be able to have more time for in life? What would those things be? What would you do if you had time to do them? What would bring you more joy? What would give you more of a sense of purpose? What are some things that you would love to do because you feel like, ah, oh, these things matter to me. I really value these, but I just feel like they're being compromised because of work, because I don't have 
much life beyond my job because work is taking over so much of my life. Maybe it's doing certain things with your family or the way that you're showing up to your family. Maybe it's having more time with your kids, not missing so many of their milestones and kind of precious time with them. A hobby, you know, that you would love to do that you never have time for. Going on dates with your spouse. More prayer time, more time with the Lord, volunteering for a cause that means a lot to you. So what would you love to do more of? What would really fill you and make you feel like your life would be more fulfilling and also more balanced? Okay, next question. Kind of similar, but we're going to take the opposite approach. What would you like to do less of? What would you love to just not have to do as much of in life? This could be things that really drain you, things that are frustrating to you. This could be things that you may feel like you have to do, but maybe you could outsource. These could be things that maybe you could say no to. Maybe you feel like there are obligations or commitments that you undertook with good intentions, but you're realizing that it's too high of a cost and it's not really actually serving you in any way. It's not serving your family in this season. Maybe it's things like people-pleasing tendencies or perfectionism or feeling like you constantly have to prove yourself. Staying too late at work, you want to do less of that prioritizing your to-do list over the exercise session that you really know that your body needs and your mental health needs. Maybe it's less eating out because you know it's not as healthy for your body and it's not supporting you in your goals either. It's not giving you the energy you need to sustain all the things that you've got going on in your life and the way that you want to show up to those priorities. So what do you want to do less of? And what would that change for you? What would the ripple effect be? So with what would that change for you? I want you to look at both what you'd like to do more of and also what you would like to do less of. What would the ripple effect of, of making those changes and bringing them into fruition in your life, what would that be? So just like we kind of looked at the cost and the negative impact of you know, our relationship with work and those kinds of things in the different areas of your life, I want you to look at what the positive overflow effect would be if you did more of those things that you would really want to do more of that are important to you, that would bring you more joy, that would bring you more purpose, that would bring you greater balance and fulfillment and less of those things that would do the opposite, right? What would the ripple effect be? And then the last thing I want you to ask yourself, get really curious about this and be very compassionate again about all these things, but be honest with yourself. Do not filter, be honest with yourself, name it. And then that's the best way forward. Name it, claim it, and then we're going to move through it. What is holding you back from doing more of those things that you want to do and less of the other things? What are the, the biggest roadblocks for you? What are the obstacles? What is so hard about it? What are the excuses you might even be making? What are those narratives that you have in your mind about why you can't do those things? And what I can help you do in coaching is work through every single one of those roadblocks. I can help you sort through what is a story you're telling yourself in your mind versus a real tangible roadblock. And then once we understand the problem, we can actually tackle it, right? We got to understand what's actually at the root of it so that we can move through it to overcome what's holding us back. So this is exactly what I help women through in coaching. These roadblocks that are going to be coming up for you is exactly what I do in coaching. In a one-on-one setting, in a group setting, I can help you take actionable steps towards whatever those positive changes are that you want to see in your life. This is what I do as a certified life coach, as a mindset coach. I can help support you and hold you accountable moving towards those goals and dreams so you can grow very intentionally towards that direction so that you can grow in the skill set to make them possible 
so that you can expand your mindset to make them possible so that you can lean so much more deeply on the grace that God wants to give you to make those possible. I can help you get unstuck. So I invite you, if this has been helpful to you and you want to continue the journey, I invite you to schedule a strategy session with me. We can continue to unpack this. We can give you a clear plan and action steps to move forward from here because the reality is we can listen to a whole bunch of information and great tips and strategies and you know reflection questions and all kinds of things. But if we don't apply it in our life, if we don't move it into application, we will not see the true transformation that is possible through that information, right? We have to apply it. We have to implement it. And so I know you probably want to see the positive ripple effect in your life. And we need accountability in that. We're not meant to do this alone. So I just want to encourage you to schedule a strategy session with me. Even one session, we can make such a big difference for you. We can cover so much ground. So I'm having a Mother's Day sale just through this weekend where you can get 25% off a one-on-one coaching call or my signature postpartum program. And I want to tell you too, if you are not sure still, let's do the lowest pressure thing we could do and just connect on a discovery call. 15, 20 minutes, let's hear more of your story, what's going on for you in this season, and we can see if I can help you. And I'll be honest with you. And I want you to be honest with me, right? If you feel like it would be a good fit, we'll take it slow and I'll ask you, How have you felt through this session? Do you feel like it would be a good fit to potentially work together? Would you like to hear more about what it could look like to work together? Would you like to hear some options? And then if you say yes, we can explore what it would look like to work together. And then we can figure out what options might meet you right where you're at. And if you are like, no, I don't think so. You know, I don't think it's a good fit. Great. No hard feelings, no pressure whatsoever. I just want you to feel comfortable and know that you can feel safe to come to me with what's going on and what you're going through. I'll shoot it straight with you, right? I'm going to be honest with you on whether I think it'll be a good fit. And I want you to be honest with me too on whether you think it would be a good fit. So if you want to do the discovery call option, go ahead and send me an email at meganatarmtotheheart.com and we'll go ahead and get that on the schedule in a time that works best for both of us. I want to share a testimonial from one of my clients just to show you the way that coaching can impact you and the way that we can work through these things. All right. This is what she said through this journey. I've grown so much in my awareness of some of the harmful, rigid, and unrealistic thought patterns and expectations that I apply to myself and to my work. I realized my normal experience of work was really overworking. I was always overworking and never resting. I had no concept of the different types of rest that could refill me in different ways. I'm so thankful God brought me to Megan. As I've stepped into a new job, I've been redefining what work is and not making my work my entire life. I've set clearer boundaries to not let work bleed into my personal time all the time. I've been much more intentional to take mental breaks and actually take lunch breaks instead of always working through lunch. I'm really trying to see myself as a whole person and not just a person who's worth how I can perform at work. I'm worth taking care of myself and not holding myself to such exacting and unrealistic standards. Megan has been amazing as a coach through this entire process. She has such a gift for listening and asking questions to really make me think and process and not just brush over deeper things that need to be unpacked. She's never judgmental and is always encouraging, seeing me where I am, but also calling me higher and grounding the entire journey in Jesus. Ah, that just makes my heart so filled. (laughs) And hearing her put that into words, because it is so hard to describe the journey that she has been on like the impact that is made in every single area of her life. But this gives you a little bit of a glimpse. Come see what it's like. Come see what it's like in just one session. We've got 25% off just through this Sunday. So it's a great chance to just get a feel for what coaching is like and see the impact that it can make for you, even just in a single session.
I coach women in a lot of different capacities. I coach women who are working moms, serving in the military. I coach women who have transitioned from the military. I coach women who are not yet moms. I coach women who are working outside of the military too. Coaching women through pregnancy and postpartum, the ups and downs of military life, all of those things are what I'm passionate about. And I've had three years of experience coaching women in and advocating for women in through the advocacy work that I've done within the army and the broader military communities that have led to so many amazing changes for mothers who serve. I'm so grateful to God for moving so many mountains because those are the kinds of things that help us to not feel like we are forced to choose between, right? But it also doesn't resolve some of those day-to-day things that we struggle with, right? And that's why I want to help you to create more space for the rest of your life too and feel like you're thriving in all the areas of your life, not just succeeding in your career. Because who cares? At the end of the day, if we're super successful in our career, if we made a great impact, if the rest of our life is suffering, if our family life is suffering, if our mental health is struggling, if our marriage is suffering because of it, right? Then it becomes not worth it. And we also might not be staying in alignment with God's will if we're not keeping first things first. And so that's what I'm here to help you do. To find yourself again, to find more time, to find more purpose amidst the hard of demanding jobs the demands of motherhood and all of those things that you are carrying on your plate, my friend. If you know you want to book a strategy session, you're like, yeah, I'm ready. I want to dive right in. This has been super helpful. I'm learning a lot and I really want to just continue forward into straight into application. And I want to make sure that I really make the most of this information and to get unstuck in any of those roadblocks that have come up for you. I don't want you to miss out on this 25% off discount. Since it's just available for the limited time, it's through Sunday, May 14th, that I'm doing this Mother's Day sale. So go ahead and grab yours at the link below. I will put the link right here in the show notes and use the code, all caps, Mother's Day 23. Again, all caps, Mother's Day 23 is the discount code that you can apply to get 25% off a one-on-one coaching session. That also applies to my postpartum program. So if you are preparing for postpartum if you're in the postpartum season and you want to get back to fitness and you want to prioritize your health and fitness and you want a good recovery that's going to help you feel more like yourself again feel more confident in your body again get back to all the things that you want to get back to whether it's in the military or whether it's in all the other just normal fitness things that you want to do in your life without symptoms like leaking pee or diastasis recti or pelvic floor challenges and struggles then that's going to really help you. And it also has a whole bunch of components that can really support you through work-life balance also in the postpartum season because every part of you matters. And I want you to have a beautiful motherhood experience and a much less overwhelming postpartum season. So it's meant to really help you to feel very supported and to simplify each of those components of your postpartum journey. All right. Again, Mother's Day 23, all caps is the discount code for each of both the one-on-one coaching session if you want to schedule that strategy session with me or the postpartum program itself so go ahead and check those out below and i hope that this really served you today i hope that it gave you a lot of good food for thought and that the lord really just allows you to sit with this and continues to convict your heart in the direction that he wants you to walk sometimes we have to have the turn of heart and the awareness and then he shows us where to go. And sometimes it's one step at a time, one little step at a time, and we got to take the leap of faith. And so definitely for me, a big leap of faith has been seeking out mentorship, seeking out coaching. So maybe that's the next right step for you. And I can help you to determine if that's the case too. All right. Praying for you, my friend. I'm lifting you up. We'll chat again next time.